welcome to the Money, Mindset, and Manicures podcast, the ultimate guide to building a life you're obsessed with. I'm Samantha Kazuch, and I'm here to empower women just like you to script your dreams into reality and create the life you've always dreamed of. I'll do that by sharing the power of self-development and mindset, habits and routines that fuel success and confidence, and how taking inspired action daily will help you manifest faster. Get ready to be inspired, motivated, and empowered as we elevate our lives together. This is the Money, Mindset, and Manicures podcast. Hey, babe, welcome back to another episode of Money, Mindset, and Manicures. I am so freaking excited that you are here listening to this episode right now because today I am interviewing a dear friend of mine. She's my bestie. Her name is Jester Rose, and she is a teacher turned seven-figure CEO. And I do not say this lightly because what she has done in her career is absolutely incredible and such an inspiration to those of you that are looking to start a business or jump into entrepreneurship and you're having all the feels around it of being just uncertain and scared. Maybe you're in a nine to five right now and you're thinking about taking the leap to jumping into something different. We both understand that because her and I have both been there and done major pivots over our really long business careers in entrepreneurship. And Jess, she is an incredible business mentor and coach. I would not have her on the show talking about this if I didn't think so highly of her. She's also obviously an entrepreneur. She's an investor and a CEO. And she's the CVO and founder of Digital Business Evolution. She was formerly an elementary school teacher of eight years and also a former celebrity personal trainer of 18 years who turned her once, she likes to call it her cute side hustle, into a multi-million dollar business in just two years years. It is incredible. She has helped hundreds of clients globally, students and clients, create over $20 million in revenue for themselves, launching and starting their own businesses and companies, as well as she's birthed over eight millionaires from the ground up coming into her coaching business as of January, 2022. And I couldn't, I didn't have time to get an updated number from her on that. But I know it's more than eight millionaires at this point. So it is just absolutely incredible how she has just helped so many people launch and start their businesses and actually generate revenue and money, unlike some other coaches out there that sell you this pipe dream. But we're going to get all into that. And as a result of donations and her awareness and her giving back and her big, beautiful heart, she and her husband, Mike, have built a school in Ghana, Africa with Pencils of Promise and the doors open to that school in 2021. So Just to see, and I'm so excited for you to get to know her a little bit here on the podcast today, because this is such a beautiful soul, just has an incredible heart, and she just loves to give and give and give, and we dive a little bit into that and how she really over-delivers in every aspect of her life and business. So if you cannot already tell, she's just an incredible human with a mission to cause a ripple effect and inspire change for generations to come. And the one thing that she will definitely help you do is unlock doors and opportunities that you never, ever thought were possible or could ever, ever see. Doors that you didn't even know were there. So I'm so excited for you to tune into this episode and listen all the way to the end, because at the end, we talk a little bit about how you can experience Jess's work and coaching for absolutely free. She has something coming up that's over two weeks long where you get to work with her and her team for free. It's absolutely incredible. And how I said, she just completely over delivers and over gives. Like this is your first opportunity to hear all about that and to sign up for free. So listen to the end of the episode. And if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you go follow her. Tell her that you heard about her on this podcast or even tag us in an Instagram story or post because I know you're going to get a lot of inspiration from this episode, and I cannot wait to dive in. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview. (music) 
Okay, babe, I know you're listening to this podcast because I know that you have a desire to change your life and accomplish big goals, right? But I also know that something has been holding you back on going after those big goals, or maybe it's that you self-sabotage, or maybe you've set these big goals and you get really overwhelmed and you just don't go after them altogether. Well, I want to introduce you to a journal that is literally going to help you change your life and help you actually manifest and accomplish any desires or goals that you have. It's called the Marriage Scripting Journal, and it's the number one selling manifestation and goal-setting journal designed exclusively for empowering women just like you to up-level and change your life. Now, if you haven't seen this journal on social media already, I want to share with you that it is literally your personal guide to manifesting your dreams and unlocking your true potential. And inside its beautifully curated pages, you'll discover powerful daily journaling pages, workbooks, and exercises to help you set goals, help you plan your dreams, and manifest the life that you deserve. Plus, the one thing that I had to include, and it was a non-negotiable with this journal, is that it needed to have a community. So you'll also have access to join an online community filled with thousands of women just like you who are on the same path using the journal. So I invite you to join me and these thousands of women who have already embraced the power of manifestation and changed their life using the Marriage Scripting Journal. And I also want to gift you with a special 15% off code on your first journal order by using the code Money Mindset. The code is Money Mindset. So head over to manuscripting.com today and embark on a transformative journey by ordering the journal. So go ahead, check out the show notes, empower yourself. Answer the call to getting this journal. If this is speaking to you, I want you to join us. It's time to script your dreams into reality with the Manuscripting Journal because you deserve to create and manifest a life that you're completely obsessed with. See show notes for details. Hi, Jess. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to dive into all things entrepreneurship, building a business, and building a life that you love to live. Welcome to the yes. show. Sam, thanks for having me. I feel like it's a long time coming. I <laughs> Not know. to podcast, but just like, I haven't even seen your face in so long. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm so excited to dive in because I have so many women in my community that are just so eager to start a business. But they're also so kind of nervous and scared, or maybe they've dabbled a little bit, but then they're unsure of themselves. And that's why I'm so excited to bring you in. Cause I know you've been on this journey for such a long time now, yeah. but I want you to take us back to your beginning of like entrepreneurship, what you were doing before being a business coach and oh, just gosh. kind of take us all through that. Yeah. There, I feel like I've lived so many lives, so I can take you back and just kind of walk you through a few. And then there were two really big pivotal moments for me. So I went to school for my doctorate of physical therapy. I ended up dropping out my first year of my doctorate program in grad school, ended up in the fashion industry, worked as a celebrity personal trainer for 18 years, and then went to my like fallback, fallback, fallback plan, which was to be a teacher. So I was actually a school teacher for eight years, elementary school phys ed. And the whole time I was a teacher, I was unfulfilled. Like I loved my job. I mean, scooters, so fun. But the day-to-day, -day, I felt like I was living in somebody else's movie. And like someone had cast me for a role that I didn't audition for. And I would just wake up like, how did I get here? My life was good, but I really truly felt like good was the enemy of great. And Mike and I were living the American dream, like truly paycheck to paycheck, living for the weekends, you know, just trying to pay the mortgage. And it just felt like there had to be something more. So in 2012, I started doing bodybuilding competitions and like just for fun, I had a coach that was living in Massachusetts and I was living in New Jersey at the time as a teacher. And I had this realization, like my first month I'm working with her, I'm paying her virtually. She's emailing me my workouts and my macros. And I realized I've been a trainer at that time for about 12 years. And I was like, wait a minute, if I reach out to some friends in high school and college who don't live in the same state or even the same town as me, what if I could train then on the computer too? And so in 2012, like 12 years ago, I started training people. They would send me checks in the mail, like literally $79, a check in the mail. And I was emailing them their workout plans and their macros. And I was in the fitness world for a really long time. So as that started to unfold, and again, I'm working full-time as a teacher, part-time as a personal trainer, and actually a waitress and bartender. 
I realized, okay, eBooks are the thing. So then I started to make $79 eBooks and I was selling 12 week workout plans. And then I was blogging every single week. And so for five years, I just pretended like I threw spaghetti at a wall. I just was trying to make ends meet. I was fulfilling a need for myself of feeling one, I didn't make enough money as a teacher. And then two, I got home at like 325. My husband got home at 9 p.m. And I had a lot of open free time. And so I just started filling that free time. And I dabbled in network marketing and really just looking for outlets. Mm -hmm. And after five years of doing that, that's when I decided to go all in. And I can share the particular day that I decided to quit my job. But I left my teaching job in 2017. And that's when I truly stepped into entrepreneurship. So I had dabbled for about five years. And then I left in 2017. And I've been full-time scaling our team ever since. That is so incredible. Now, when you were making that decision to go from teaching, like you had invested so much time into that career, right? And schooling mm -hmm. and all of that. And I feel like that's where a lot of people are at, especially when it comes to a major pivot going into entrepreneurship. They think, oh, well, I invested so much time in school, grad school, college, and I've invested so many years at my current job. Yep. What kind of was that last push for you to kind of like go all in? Like, what was the yep. mental state? Were you scared? Were you like, oh my gosh, is this going to work out? Is this going to be a big mistake? Like, how did you kind of navigate that time period? Yeah. My pain that I was in was bigger than any potential fear that I had. And the thing is like, I had a great life, but it was not it was just wasn't enough. And so the pain for me of kind of the monotony, the, the predictability, the same, same every day, I started to learn because I was doing a lot of personal development work 10 years ago and 15 years ago. And I started to recognize that one of my core needs is actually uncertainty. So I thrive. I love uncertainty. I would rather be on a roller coaster than I would ever be on a merry-go-round. And I started to realize that because in school very much was like a, a miracle round every year. It was like the book fair back to school night. It was very predictable. And there's a lot of people who love that, crave that and want that. So if that's you like lean into that, that's awesome to know that awareness is key. But I actually had a podcast episode that changed our, my entire life. And my husband too, Mike, we, I was driving to work. It was October of 2016. So I had been doing that cute little side hustle thing for about five years, never thinking I didn't grow up in a family of entrepreneurs. I didn't know what that was until I was like 31, truthfully. Like I didn't think I was going to be an entrepreneur. I just was doing things on the nights and weekends. But I was driving to work and this man was interviewing this woman and she was a school teacher like me and she sold jewelry on Etsy, which I also did. Like I said before, I went to fashion school. I worked in the fashion industry. So I also was selling jewelry on Etsy. And I'm like leaning into the dashboard because he's He's literally talking to me and she wanted to quit her teaching job to go all in on the jewelry thing, but was scared pension benefits, summers off all of that. So he said, if you quit and you gave yourself one year, like you go on sabbatical you give yourself one year to just go all in on jewelry and it doesn't work out, what would be the worst case scenario? So she said, well, I would just go back to teaching. I've been a teacher for 10 years. I might have to go to a different district, but I would just get another teaching job. And his answer changed everything. He, he leaned into the microphone. He goes, how does it feel to wake up every day in your worst case scenario? <laughs> and I literally, Sam, I pulled the car over. I was bawling, crying. I texted Mike. It's like eight o'clock in the morning on the way to school. I said, I can't do this anymore. I, I just, it's not my worst case scenario, but it sure as hell isn't my best case scenario. And it was in that moment that I realized a lot of dominoes would have to fall before I'm in my worst case scenario. And so your question of like, how did I get over the fear and the imposter and all these things that came up? It was kind of like this reversal of thought where I'm going, okay, well, it's not that bad. As long as I'm willing to remove my ego, because my ego is my biggest overhead. It's the thing that's holding me back. And I'm going to ask for help. And I'm going to admit that I don't know something, or I'm going to get a job that I'm, I think that I'm above, which for me was huge because at the time I'm 31 years old. I have a mortgage, I'm married, I'm an adult. And so to have to go quote unquote backwards in a job that I might have to take so that we can pay bills, it was like, no, 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 you have to remove your ego and just be willing to do whatever it's gonna take. 
And it was in that moment I committed to that. And that night, Mike and I were like, okay, cool. And a couple of weeks later, I walked into my principal's office and resigned with no plan other than to make ends meet. And here's the thing, real quick. My little side hustle was making $300 a month, like upwards of maybe $500 a month. So I had not replaced my income at all. But for me, I'm, I'm like a burn the boats kind of a girl. Again, not for everybody, but for me, yeah. it was like, no, I got to pull the rug. Yeah. Yeah. You just saying all of that gives me full on confirmation body chills because that is how I am too. And Mark, just with any big moves that we make in our lives, if we find ourselves so unhappy with something, especially when it's like for multiple months, now we we notice it very quickly. But in yeah. the beginning, you know, you would sit in this, like this, like, uh, it's not like you hate your life, but it's like, oh, it's what you were talking about, the monotony, the this, that pain of like, I know I'm meant for more. And just like you said, that's exactly the same mentality that we have over here with like, okay, what's the worst that can happen? And we can always go back. We apply this to mm -hmm. business decisions. We apply this to even moving. We just moved from California to Texas, never even visiting the, the state one time for a weekend. <laughs> and it was, like that was such a huge move, right? But it's like, what's the worst that can happen? Okay, so we move back because we don't right. like it or we launched this business and it doesn't work out. And just kind of like you, even when I started manuscripting, right? It was a completely brand new company, completely huge pivot from going from business coaching to this. Mm -hmm. And I just had that deep burning desire where it was like, I know I need to launch this. And I was the same as you. Like it was maybe making a couple hundred dollars a month. Like we weren't even yeah. profitable for the first year, but we saw the bigger picture of like what it can be. And yeah. we had that passion and drive to make it oh, happen. Goosies. Right? Not even knowing <laughs> the full on steps, right? Because I think that's yeah. another thing as well. So with you now um, growing your coaching business and I've seen it and ladies that are listening, like, you won't even believe this company that Jess has built to help entrepreneurs launch and scale their businesses. And I wouldn't have her on the show if she wasn't like it. Like truly, there's so many different business coaches out there. And a lot of them are just regurgitating content that they learned from their coach. And it's become this like, I know you and I, Jess, we've talked about yeah. this, what's kind of happening in the space. But I would love to know, like, what inspired you to focus on, like, you launched your own business with, like, you know, the ones that you had to then shift your focus into teaching and empowering other entrepreneurs to launch yeah. and start their business? Like, when did yeah. that happen and, and what inspired you? Well, like I said, I had started in the health and fitness space online in 2012, in real life, 2001. So just dating myself a little bit, but online in 2012, um, and I had years and years of success, whether it was launching an ebook or whatever that would be, um, you know, the 300, 500, $1,000 a month, it was putting in the reps and understanding, trying different things and ads and high ticket, low ticket masterclasses, everything in between. And when I left my teaching job to go all in on my cute side hustle, as I called it, I actually went from that, like, you know, maybe a thousand dollars a month here and there to 10 K months, pretty much overnight. Um, which is great. It's a, it's an arbitrary number that a lot of people want to hit. But for me, I was making $50,000 as a school teacher after almost a decade. And so it was a really big deal, but I did it at the cost of my health. Like I just said yes to everything, said yes to every client in person, yes to every client online. Um, and very, very quickly within about two, three months of leaving my job. Yeah. I was hitting consistent 10 K months, 20 K months, but I was completely burnt out. And there was a moment where Mike actually came home and he walked into the apartment in our apartment in New York city. And I was on the floor crying, like hands in my knees, ugly cry, boogers everywhere, because I was not only going through adrenal fatigue and burnout for the second time, but I was waiting for a callback from my doctor because I just had a second procedure to rule out a breast cancer scare. And luckily we were able to rule it out, but it was in that moment that we kind of looked at each other and we were like, what just happened? Like, I left my job three months ago, supposed to build this like business of freedom and all this choice and opportunity. And now it's running my life and it's running me. And so I made the pivot. I made the switch in that moment. Something had to change. So I switched to a one-to-many model. Then everything changed. And to answer your question, everything changed so quickly. And I was having so much success still just teaching health and fitness 
but I was hitting 50K months, 100K months, helping five times, 10 times more people. And I was working at the gym in person this whole time. And so all of my trainer friends organically just started asking me, this is 2016, 2017, pre everyone on Zoom. And they're like, what are you always doing on Zoom? Why are you on the computer in between clients? What are you always doing? How do you make all this money? And so I just started helping my friends for free. And one friend turned into three and three turned into seven. And every Thursday we were sitting around my laptop in between clients and I was teaching them how to build landing pages and launches and how to price things. And because I'm a teacher, it just sort of organically unfolded. And I had decided at the end of 2017 to put a couple trainers through like a beta test of sort of what I would teach them. And the first client that went to launch had an $80,000 launch. I know no, no ads, no big following, no email list. And I was like, hold on, that was a fluke. And then I brought my second, one of my second trainers through $50,000 launch, the next one, $95,000 launch. And this again is pre everyone on the internet. And so I was like, okay, I think I have something here. And so it was in that moment that I started to officially teach people just some of the business things that I had been doing for over five years. Cause I, I hired my first business coach in 2014, So I had been doing the things and trying the things and testing the things. And I actually ran both businesses until 2020. I didn't actually let the fitness stuff go until 2020. Wow. I didn't realize that you were kind of still doing that in 2020 because we met in 2019, right? Yeah. Yeah. In a mastermind. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's incredible. And I cried like a baby the day that I let, I let all of my certifications expire, like NASM, AFA, CrossFit, prenatal, I mean, all of it. I let them expire after 18 years I worked as a trainer. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. So like even just going through those two pivots, like first it was the, the teaching, then mm-hmm. it was the fitness. Like that's like, you're letting go. You're like shedding those layers of yourself to step into this full potential of a business. So you're just kind of like, in those moments, are you just kind of like, for me, it was like, you just knew, like you just had to do it. And like you said, the ugly cries, I've experienced that too. I used to have a video production company years and years ago, which was making over six figures a year. And there was just one day where I was like, I can't do this and this business as well. And I had to shut it down. And logically it didn't make sense because it's like, why would you shut down this much money, right? But it was such a moment where allow, like letting that go, it provides more space, right? For yep. you to then focus on this business and then this just, just fully takes on. So yeah. now with your coaching business, because I know a lot of women here, as I said, they're like really wanting to like dive in. Maybe they've invested a little bit or not at all. Like, what do you recommend to someone that is wanting to start and launch a business? And when it yeah. comes to investing, because, you know, there's, there's so many options out there now. There's so many on Instagram. You scroll every other post is someone like, you know, mm-hmm. comment, start now and, you know, <laughs> enrolling now, like get your spa, you know, all of this. So what, how do you find, or how should someone find out who is the perfect business coach for them? I think tactically, logically, we all need to do our due diligence. And here's the thing. Steve Jobs said, I I don't always get it right, but you can't connect the dots looking forwards. You can only connect them looking back and you have to trust that they'll appear. And so when you're talking about even like putting something down to get to open up space for something new and, and these big, scary decisions and these pivots and worst case scenarios, and we could just go back and all of these things. I just look at them as dots on your journey. And whether or not you even choose to continue on that path of the thing that you're moving towards, there's likely something on that path that you need. There's a tool, a person, a skill, or an experience that you're going to end up collecting, taking with you and using in the future, even if it's not with that exact thing. Like even if it wasn't the move to Austin that you guys stayed and loved, there was probably an experience along the way or a person you were going to meet that was going to be a part of your journey later. Maybe they come back around. So number one, I would just say like, do your due diligence and do your research. Talk to people that have gone through programs. There's no shame in in taking a little bit of time to make a decision. I personally am pretty disgusted with a lot of the industry that says things like, you know, I don't give details. I refuse to do sales calls. If you know you'll buy, my person just can lead herself to buying without needing details. I just, I think we're doing... I think we're doing everybody a disservice because there's different types of buyers. 
Mm-hmm. And just mini training, like we're all different. There's six different types of buyers and we're all those different types of buyers in different seasons, reasons, and areas in our life. So when it's something that you you want or you need, for example, you're hiking in the desert and you're dehydrated and you need water, you don't want to, you don't need to like read reviews. You don't need to be logical. It's just like, this is something that I need snap decision. I know that I want it. Right. But when it's something that like, you're not so sure about, we leave tabs open on our computer. We revisit it a couple of times. We meditate on it. We journal on it. How do we feel about it? So there's different things in your life that are the perception of value is going to change. And so the way that you buy it is also going to change. We buy things emotionally, analytically. So anyway, I digress. I don't love that approach um, of, you know, you should just know type of a thing. I'm not into that. So do your research, know that you're allowed to take time, talk to people that have gone through the program, look at for, you know, what it is you are looking for. Has this person been able to do it themselves? Mm. And if they haven't, have they been able to help other people do it? And what is it? A lot of times, especially on social media, we're just blindly following. The amount of times I've had clients like kind of accidentally start a podcast because they thought they were supposed to. And they're like, I actually hate talking. It's like, no, 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 you don't have to do these things because other people are. So get in line with sort of what is it that you want? Use your journal, figure that out, get clarity on that. It's like when we went to the mall back in the day when we were kids and you would go and you'd find the directory for, I mean, Steve Madden. Like that's what I was looking for, right? Like Steve Madden. So you find Steve Madden on the map. And then after you find Steve Madden, you have to find you are here. You need to know where you want to go. You need to know where you are. And then filling it in between, do you resonate with this person? Do you jive with their energy? How do they make you feel? Um, Is it expansive? Or are you feeling backed into a corner and like you have to buy because there's pressure? Um, I just like take personal responsibility on some of that stuff. But I think for me, the biggest thing is, have they been able to do it? Because to your point, there is a lot of regurgitation that happens on the internet. It's a bit of an echo chamber. And there are a lot of people that take a course like mine and then just kind of reiterate what I said. And they maybe haven't actually built the business yet, or they haven't had the experiences. And that's not to say you won't learn from them, but there'll be an upper limit that gets hit. There'll be a ceiling that gets hit when you ask a question or you're going through something that they actually haven't gone through yet. And they can't speak to it because they haven't embodied or integrated it. Yeah, that is so true. And I mean, just over the course of my entrepreneurial life, um, I've invested in so many different things and in low ticket stuff. And then an extremely like talking like 20, 30, $40,000 mastermind. And it's very interesting because sometimes it's like you invest so much money thinking, oh, this is, this is like my ticket to making Mm -hmm. lots and lots of money. But sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Just to what you said, it's like, maybe you're meeting the person, for example, you, I met in one of those very high ticket masterminds and I might not have learned as much in that mastermind that I thought I would, but the relationships that I built and the experiences that I had in that mastermind, it's like, you couldn't even put a dollar amount on it. So it just kind of goes to show some, I think sometimes people's mentality is, especially with the way people sell, it's like, oh, I'll help you make 10K months, but you got to invest 10K, right? And that could be like, a kind of like mindset shift, especially for someone that maybe hasn't invested that much before. But yeah. with now with your coaching, can you share maybe an example or a success story or two about a woman that has come in, maybe she was on the newer side, maybe she hadn't launched something yet and kind of like share maybe a success story yeah. around that. Of course. Well, and the other thing I want to say just real quick is that also we have to be really mindful that we don't just throw money at problems. Because I know as business owners, we do that a lot where we're like, oh, I just don't have time to do this. I'm just going to pay someone to do it. And then that's not the solution. But the same thing happens to people when they're investing in coaches and programs. Just because you purchase a program or a coaching experience doesn't mean it's going to magically fix everything or build your business for you or work through osmosis. So I just wanted to kind of say that as well. Gosh. Okay. Women that have maybe come in with just an idea, just wanting to start. I'd say 50% of our clients are that woman. So I have hundreds and hundreds of examples. Some of the ones that like really stick out just as I'm thinking about this, a lot of times people come in to work with me thinking they're going to build one thing. So a perfect example is Mary. Mary was an event planner by day. That's her corporate job. And so she thought that she was going to build a course or coaching program around events. 
But as we started to work together and I walked her through one of our signature processes at the very beginning, first module of figuring out what it is you're an expert in, how are you going to help people? What personal transformations have you been through? We actually started to recognize, well, I, I started to recognize, I say this humbly, it's not that I did it, but the key here is when you work with a mentor, it's like you have someone on the outside because we can't read a prescription bottle from the inside. So because I was on the outside, I said, you know, Mary, I think you have something else here. I think you actually are, you have a superpower of accountability and you have this incredible ability to be like, to teach women how to support themselves. And so we ended up doing this massive pivot at the last moment. And she now, I mean, that was in 2020. She's been running her business full-time, left her nine to five job back in 2021 and is scaling her team. And it's like, here we are four years later. And this tiny little pivot turned into a best-selling book that she wrote, which was from the course that we created, a course that she's now on round, I think 11 or 12 of that she's run live. She's got a whole staff of coaches under her, a podcast that's launching in a week. And so, and she just did TED, she did a TEDx talk on the same content that we did inside the program. So this is just an example of a woman who clearly she's got it, right? But she came in thinking it was going to be a completely different thing. And oh, by the way, navigated the loss of her father while we started building things out, had a lot of health issues over the years, was super busy with her nine to five job. So learned how to kind of navigate through all of those life's challenges and detach from how quickly it needed to happen. Mm. And she sort of just rode the wave and surrendered to what it would look like. And I mean, could you imagine in four years? writing a best-selling book, doing a TEDx talk, like all these things that she's been able to do that she never even dreamt of when she first came to me. She just thought, hey, I'm going to teach events online, maybe make a couple bucks. Wow. That is incredible. And just to that as well, with like the speed of things, I also feel like, you know, when people come into a coaching program or a mastermind or anything like that, it's like they think, oh, okay, this program is 12 weeks or this program is a year or six months. And they put this pressure on themselves that, you know, they have to hit this revenue number in yeah. that amount of time or they have quote unquote failed. Which is um, like, crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> but it's, it's just funny because I think right now we live in this world of instant gratification, right? We have Amazon Prime, same day delivery. We have, you know, all of these things that were there at our fingertips that we can instantly access. But when it comes to building a good, solid business, it's going to take time. Like, heck, like it took, you know, manuscripting multiple years to even become somewhat profitable. And I was putting in the work every single day. How do you kind of mentor your students and clients around this mentality? Yeah. I mean, aside from breathing reminders down their throats all the time in the backs of their necks, um, it, it's just the ethos of our company. So one of our values is, is time, right? It's delayed gratification. And for us, I don't want to teach you how to make money on the internet. There are enough gurus out there that can teach you how to make money on the internet and promise to make, you know, however much money you want to make super fast, but I'm not interested in doing that. We're interested in helping you build a machine that makes you money. And that's, that's the thing that takes time, right? Like if you think about putting a car together, it, there's tiny little things and there's gears and there's, I don't know anything about cars, terrible analogy, Jess, but you know what I mean? Like there's gears and belts and wires and things that need to happen and they have to be put together over time. And if it's put together really well with just an oil change once a year, that thing will run for my dad. My dad's car is like 20 right now. We were laughing about it yesterday. Literally he's got a, a cord from like 2002. Um, but it's, it's so old because it just needs a tiny little tweak, a little oil change here and there, and it's good to go because it was built as a machine. And so we have been saying that for years in our business. And unfortunately, we were showcased that opportunity that we actually did build a machine back in September of 2022. Um, and I say unfortunately because it was an awful experience that I went through on a personal level where I had an unexpected loss, which brought me into the emergency room uh, for an unexpected surgery. And it took me out of work for eight weeks and it happened to be during our biggest launch of the year, which we pour so much time and energy into for months. And as difficult as it was, it was such a beautiful reflection to see, actually, we did build the machine that we always talk about because I was just out. 
with no plan to be out for eight weeks. There was no batching of content. And the team not only ran the company, we didn't just survive that eight weeks. We thrived during that eight weeks. And that was when we all really took a step back and said, okay, that level of passion for teaching that to people just got amplified tenfold. So when you come into our world, I say it all the time, there's no sexy, flashy marketing. I'm not promising you're going to do anything. I don't say it's, it's easy. I tell you the opposite. I say it's going to be work. When you come into one of my coaching containers, I tell you on the welcome call, like the work starts now. It's not over because you made the investment. Don't kick your feet up and think that now it's like time to just sit back and it's going to magically unfold. It's you're constantly planting seeds that are going to grow in the future. And we use analogies all the time, but bamboo can take three to seven years to break through the surface of the earth. Apples and pears don't grow on trees for five to six years after they've been planted. Like pineapples, 18 months, you know, we can go on and on and on. So how dare us think that I joined a program, I started an Instagram account and I put up my first post and I'm not making money. So I'm going to quit. And it's like, well, you can, that's totally your choice. But if you want a long-term, like you said, sustainable business that's scalable and profitable, sometimes it means going a little bit slower and not building a skyscraper on quicksand, but building yeah. a really rock solid foundation. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with that. I feel like anytime I started parts of my business, this is pre-manuscripting because I, it took me multiple years, almost a decade of learning entrepreneurship, of having different companies, businesses pivoting, like just moving along with like, okay, what am I growing into next? What am I growing into next? And now with manuscripting, it's interesting that everything that I've learned in entrepreneurship is now like even just paying off yes. for this company, right? And you could say it took me 10 years to get here, which I'm not yeah. saying that for everyone. I mean, everyone's so different with learning and what happens in your life and everything like that. But when it comes to even just starting, right? So just starting the business, deciding to invest, like what, when you have clients come in, are they nervous? Are they excited? Are you having to coach them on imposter syndrome? Like yeah. how, how do they kind of feel coming in? Cause I know it's yeah. like, you know, you're paying to come into something. And like you said, now the work begins, but sure. how do you kind of help mentor through that emotional process too? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Are they nervous? Are they excited? Are, they're all the things. And so am I. And so am I. It doesn't matter how many times I'm, I've been doing it or how many years I've been running it. Um, no, of course. Yeah. I think every emotion comes up and that's the human experience and it's totally normal. And it's just your body and your mind experiencing things and your ego trying to keep you safe. And so one of the things that we actually do inside of our signature program empower is we have a mindset coach on staff. And so that's part of the program. It's not a bonus. And here's the thing. I can teach all the mindset stuff all day. I've been doing it for years. I've done the Tony Robbins, the walk on the fire. I've done the NLP training, like you name it, I've done it. And I can teach it and I do. And it comes up in all of my coaching calls. But at the same time, we've all experienced where you hear something, let's say, I don't know, from a parent and you hear it from the parent 150 times, but then you go to school and the teacher says the same thing and you come home and you're like, oh, mom, you'll never believe what I heard today. And your mom just wants to shake you by the shoulders. She's like, I've been saying this 150 times, but you heard it from somebody different because when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So it's very intentional that inside of our programs, we do actually have different coaches to do different things so that even subconsciously our clients are receiving it in a different way because they're looking at that one person as that particular authority. So yeah, I mean, we're always working on mindset and I would say I have a little bit of tough love. Like I definitely am a tough love coach. I'm not a cheerleader. I can be a cheerleader for a moment, but that's not why you're hiring me. Mm -hmm. You're hiring me for my expertise, for my outside perspective, for my experiences that I've had over the years and to help mitigate the time and the roadblocks. Like I'm supposed to help eliminate the roadblocks for you. I'm supposed to help decrease the amount of challenges for you. And I'm supposed to help you get there faster. And it's not about the speed of what you're saying before with instant gratification. It's just to avoid things that are avoidable and yeah. you might not be able to see that yet. So that's my job as a mentor. But I also, I oscillate between different hats because a lot of people don't realize this either. 
Being a coach is very different than being a teacher, is very different than being a mentor, is very different than being a cheerleader, which is very different than being a therapist, which I am not one. So we also have a psychotherapist in the program, right? And she's teaching rapport and safe coaching and stuff like that. So we really do try to touch on in all of our programs, making sure that we have everything that you would need that's outside of my legal scope of practice. Because if I can't bring it to the table, it doesn't mean I'm just not going to give you that part of the direction, like, of course you're plugging something into the GPS map. It's my job to help you get to point B. So just because like, that's not the tool that I have or the skill that I have doesn't mean I'm just going to eliminate it from your journey. Yeah. 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 That's, I love that. And the one reason why I just like highly recommend you as a business coach as well, is that you have an entire staff of coaches that work with you and your clients, which is incredible. And I remember at one point you were trying to name your business something with school in it and you weren't yes. allowed to legally like trademark it because using the word school is like a serious like thing. <laughs> so I wish I could call it like a school for you, but um, explain to the listeners that are like interested in moving forward with like even just working with you or just like researching you a little bit more like say I come into your container, what can I expect with, yeah. with your coaches, with your staff, with everyone, with what's involved? It really depends on the container. We, we have a few different containers that we house every single year. Um, my favorite is our signature program Empower. That is our, that's what we're known for. That's our bread and butter. That's our big kahuna. Um, and that was the one that was first birthed out of helping all of my trainer friends build their businesses. So we've been running that live since 2017. Um, 2018 formally, and we're actually going to be opening doors for our 19th live round, which is pretty crazy coming up. Um, we used to run it live four times a year, and then we did three, and then two, and then one. And so now we only open doors for it once a year, which is really exciting. But it is very much run like school, like you said. And so everybody comes in, we start on the same day, we are on the same chapters and modules and homework, and all of the co like coordinating coaching calls that are happening every single week are relevant to the homework that you were given. And so it's not a free-for-all. You can't come in and just like ask any question about anything. I mean, you could, but we would redirect you. So it's very specific to what we're talking about. We also break our classrooms down. And so being a school teacher, I'm just not cool with Zoom calls of 50, 100, 150 people. And so you get mini classrooms that you're showing up and doing smaller things with. And we have larger classrooms where we'll do workshops. Um, but it's very cohesive. We have a workbook to go with it, like an actual textbook. And everything is very, very structured. The main thing I would say is if you're listening to this podcast episode and you're like, I'm just interested about this girl. Number one, I hang out most on Instagram. So come hang out over there. Um, I do have a podcast. We give out so much free information. We do two to three episodes per week. So you can go binge that. I am very much a teacher. It is. There's a lot of educational stuff over there. And to be completely frank, if you wanted to, you could build a seven-figure business off of the free content that I've put out on the internet for the last six, seven years. Um, you really could, but most people won't, right? Because we want the the hand-holding. We want the, yeah. yeah, we want the like, help me move the needle. We want the the um, the bumpers, you know, when you go bowling and you have like those yeah. little bumpers um, and the implementation, right? We want the support, the accountability. We want the people, the like-minded people. So what I would say is, because we didn't really talk about it much, if you want to learn how to build a course or a coaching program, if you want to learn how to monetize your social media, and if you want to do it organically without having to do paid ads at the get-go, without having a big email list, without having a big following, that's what we teach and we talk about in my world. And that's exactly what I like, just love about what you've built is like, because with a lot of different coaching uh, coaches out there, you know, you just usually you invest and you're working just with them and you have like tons of kids in your class and it can kind of be hard to, I've been in those programs and it's hard yeah. to like really connect with a coach or think that they almost care about you too, because you just feel so far in the, in the yeah. sea of all these other students. So I love that with working with you, like you are, it sounds like you're just like fully supported with so many other eyeballs and mindsets and help and all of that, which is so, so cool. So I know you have an awesome opportunity coming up with yeah. DBE Live, um, which is actually it's open for 
for sign up today, which is dropping, which is so freaking exciting. Um, Tell us a little bit about that and what you could expect in DBE Live. DBE Live is our three-day live virtual event. It's a totally free experience. It is a giant event that we host every single year. And we spread it across two weeks. And that's very intentional because again, I don't want you to just to do consumptionitis. Like we have infobesity. We don't need more information. So the three days is spread across two weeks so that you actually have time to go back, watch it again, implement, do the homework. Um, we do a pop-up Facebook group with this as well. So everything's hosted in a, I'm in a studio. Like we go into a live, a Britney Spears moment with my little microphone. It's so fun. Um, but we're in a studio, we host everything there. And then we have a Facebook group where we run contests. We do giveaways. I do live coaching in there for free. You can get hot seat coaching with me, um, all sorts of really cool opportunities. And again, it's for anyone who's looking for the roadmap to create a scalable online coaching business specifically one that doesn't require you to have a big following, to pay for ads, or to be on -on one-on-one calls. And throughout the three days, I'm not only going to hand you the roadmap, and of course, we're going to talk through some of the biggest mistakes that I see people making, but I'm going to teach you tactically how to create an irresistible offer. And then most importantly, how to get that offer to land in front of your dream clients. And something that I'm really proud of is um, year after year after year that we've been running this, We hear every single time that it is better than a lot of our competitors' paid programs. It really is free. There's no strings attached. Um, And we get thousands and thousands of people that come every year. So the energy is just really fun. And I think the biggest thing for me is that we get newbies and people who are maybe thinking about something, have the whisper in their belly, they're in ideation phase. And we have seven-figure business owners who come and everybody gets something out of it. And we have people that come year after year after year, and they'll say, this is my fourth time coming. This is my third time coming. This is my fifth time coming. And they're still getting information. And there's so many great reminders that pop up. So it's such a fun event. I would highly encourage you to come. I know. I cannot wait. I will 100% be joining. And guys, this is coming from an entrepreneur that's been in the game for 13 years now. I literally can't wait. Biggest reason why, a couple reasons why, Jess over delivers on everything like when she tells you you could literally build your entire business just from her instagram content she's not kidding like because i'll even watch her stuff and i'm like oh my gosh i totally need to do that i need to do this that's such a good idea this is such great like support it's it's unreal so i highly recommend you all to go click the link down in the podcast description go sign up like she said it is completely free and i promise you if you just have an inkling that you want to start your business i highly recommend go join i will be there and one of my second reasons why i'll be there is because i'll be actually launching my own little little low ticket program offer yes. for the manuscripting community. So I need a little refresher on how to do that. Cause now that I've been in the physical product space for three years, it's like, okay, it's time to go back and see, okay, how did, how to relaunch this online stuff again. So I know that the importance of just diving back into these, these classes and these master classes, and just to, you always pick up something new, which is just so yeah. cool. And then it's just that one day you're listening to something and it just clicks, it just clicks. And you're like, oh my God, you just, it's like having this awakening of, I just need to go for it and do it. We have people that have started businesses together that met in DBE Live. We have people that have gone on vacations together and become like best friends. So you just never know who you're going to meet. It's, it's always worth it. Yeah, for sure. It's always worth it. It is free. Like you, you just gotta, gotta do it. Um, so just finally with that, what message or piece of advice do you want to leave our listeners with, particularly for women who are considering and taking the sleep and entrepreneurship? I know we've talked about it, but what's that like, that last little word you just want to ingrain in their minds before we leave this episode? You know, I feel like imposter syndrome comes up a lot when we're uncertain about anything, when we're uncertain about wanting to start something new, try something new, join a club, whatever it would be, imposter syndrome comes up a lot. And so I would just leave this kind of reframe. First of all, it's not a syndrome. It's not a disease. We're not sick. There's nothing wrong with us, right? What it is though, is you're feeling like an imposter. And the reason that you're feeling like an imposter is because you haven't done it before. And so when you haven't done it before, of course, it's going to feel new and new feels uncertain and uncertain makes us feel like an imposter. So one of the things we talk about a lot in my world is that this idea of certainty and readiness, it's an illusion. You're never going to feel ready. 
unless you've done it before. And it just always reminds me of back when I was in college and I was looking for a bartending job and place after place would say, oh, we don't hire anyone without experience. And it was like, after the seventh place, I'm like, well, how am I supposed to get experience if you won't hire me? Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. You got to hire yourself, right? Yeah. You, you got to action breeds the confidence, little action steps breeds the clarity and little action steps is going to breed that feeling of readiness to eliminate the feeling of being an imposter. So whatever it is, you're sitting on the fence, you're not sure you have this whisper, you want to do the thing. This is where tough love Jeff just comes in. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, Nike, Nike got it best. Like just do it. Love. Like you got to just do the first step, like messy, messy action. Cause at the end of the day, 80% done messy is better than a hundred percent of you just waiting around and being a perfectionist. Isn't that the truth? And I'll be honest, I, I still deal with imposter syndrome almost every day in my business. <laughs> People from the outside are probably looking like, oh my gosh, she's so successful. She's doing so much. She's selling so many journals. She's doing retreats and that. No, I am doing this shit scared every single day, to be honest. <laughs> and I just, because I just know I have that inner knowing. It's like, yeah. I have to show up. I have to show up for my community, for these women, for the impact that I want to make. So for those of you listening, like if you have that inner, you know, you just feel it in your soul. You're like, no, I'm supposed to do this. I need to do this. Do it scared because ultimately as you grow your business and career through this process, like you're always going to be hitting that next upper limit, which is going to take that next phase of you to step, you know, through that imposter syndrome. So you kind of, you almost just get used to it and you just yeah. do it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, it's like you. the little door to get to the next version of yourself. Like it, it's just the little rite of passage. That's all. It is. It is yeah. all the time. And I feel like once that feeling goes away, it's like, it's almost like, Hey, have I, like stopped growing, evolving. Like that's how it kind of feels like you you just kind of always feel it. So if you're feeling that right now, it's completely normal (laughs) and you just got to dive in anyway. So I thank you, Jess, so, so much for coming on the show today. Like I mentioned, the link to join DBE Live, which is completely free, is down in the podcast description below. Also, I'm going to be linking Jess's Instagram and website and all the other things so you can connect with her. Please go follow her and go dive into her content because like I said, she over delivers like crazy and it is so amazing. So thank you so much, Jess. Sam, I love you. Thank you.